Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi, friends. It's me, Courtney, the Renaissance Mama. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to check out the show. And if this is your first time checking out the Renaissance Mama, then you are in for a treat. I chat about everything from parenting my three boys to running my multiple small businesses and how I juggle all the things on my mega to-do list. I also want to share with all of you that I have a new series coming up that I am so pumped for. It is called The Mom Diaries and I chat with real moms in real time in the season of motherhood they are in at that moment. So we all know that like being a newborn mom is very different from being a mom of a teenager or a mom of a toddler or a mom of a school age kid or moms of multiples or moms who are just trying to get to be a mom. I am going to have those real conversations with real moms. And my favorite thing part of it is it's not going to be picture perfect because let's be honest, being a mom is usually not that Instagram worthy picture perfect moment. It's all the moments in between. So that's coming up very, very soon, and I cannot wait for all of you to check it out. So today's show is going to be all about how do you embrace the season of motherhood that you are in right now. And it was from those conversations of all those brave moms who sat down with me and shared their story and shared their reality and shared where they are actually at right now and how it makes them feel and how, you know, they look at other moms doing the same thing and wonder what's wrong with me. And I think we all have those thoughts many times throughout the day. So that is what today is going to be all about is how do you embrace the season of motherhood, parenthood that you are in right now without looking back, without looking forward, just really embracing it, enjoying it and being present. So it'd only be fair that I first start and share with all of you the season of motherhood I am in right now. I will tell you right now, I feel like I'm definitely in this season of transition. All three of my boys are just getting that little bit older. The baby is turning 10 in a couple of months. And I will tell you that having your baby turn 10, I think is actually hitting me harder than when I turned 40 last year, because there's just something about it for the longest time. You can say like, oh yeah, I had a baby like two years ago. Oh yeah. I had a baby like five years ago. Now I can say I had a child 10 years old. I can't say a baby because they are 10. So the fact that he is hitting double digits is a really big deal. I also have my oldest in high school now, which has been a huge transition. And then the middle one who is just 
12 going on like 20, just so busy all the time, hanging out, doing all these things, you know, just being a teen. But we're definitely in this season of transition. And I find one of the biggest things we are hitting right now is this concept of independence and what is you know, acceptable nowadays and what isn't and, and how do we navigate all of this? Because like any other season of motherhood, there is no instruction manual. You are literally flying by the seat of your pants and just like fingers crossed you are doing the things that you're supposed to be doing and you're doing them right. So independence is definitely a thing we have been chatting a lot about in our household right now. Whether it's the 14 year old who's going out with friends and this conversation of like, how late can I stay out? You know, how, how or do I get home? Like he's been walking home with friends. And the other night he had asked, how late can I stay out? And I said, originally I thought like, I don't know, like 10. And he's like, well, my friends are staying out later. Then he, he wanted 11. And there was something about it that just didn't feel right with me. Like I thought if I were to walk home at 11 o'clock at night, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. So I can't want my 14 year old to do the same thing. So Definitely this constant back and forth communication of like what feels right to me as a parent, what feels fair to them as a kid, but also knowing that there are going to be times, probably a lot, that they're not going to like the answer I give them. I'm not their friend. I am their mom. So I, as much as I want them to love me, and of course they still will always love me, I have to remember that there's times that I'm going to have to say like, no, you need to come home at this time. No, you need to do this. No, you need to do that. I also feel like we've had lots of conversations about like expectations. So when they do have this independence and they can go out with their friends and they can hang out and they can have a fun time, what are the expectations? Do they need to text me? Do they need to have their location on their phone so I can track them? It's a whole new stage of parenting that like our parents never dealt with, but the reality is it's there. So why not use it? Why not embrace it? I have a good friend of mine whose daughter just went away at to university and what gets her through the night is being able to track her on the phone and knows where she is. And she's like, I know that sounds weird. I know it sounds creepy, but it is what's helping me feel comfortable with my daughter being that far away. It's what helping me get through the tough times. So use those resources. Yeah. I feel like for me as a mom right now, one of the biggest things is knowing which friends my kids are going out with. And I know that might seem a little harsh, but the reality is that some kids make better decisions than others. See that? I didn't say some kids are bad or some kids aren't good because I really don't believe that. But what I do believe is that there are some kids, especially when they get together, they don't always make the best decisions. So my middle son was going out with some friends the other night, um, out by himself, doing some fun things. And that's exactly what I said. I just reminded him that, you know what? Sometimes that group, when they get together, they don't make the best decisions. So what I expect from you is to make the good decisions. And if you don't think that can happen, then you got to get out of there, right? So it's just, once again, that open communication, talking about expectations, what I expect from him, what I want to see happen. And then I always break down like why I want to see it happen. Like I want you to make these good decisions because when you don't, 
there could be trouble. When you don't, you could be putting yourself in danger, right? When you don't, you just gotta be careful. So open conversations, chatting about all those different expectations. Another thing along the lines of independence and one of the things we are dealing with right now in our season of parenthood is also not only independence, but responsibility. So my oldest recently was very excited. He has an opportunity to go away on a trip in a few years. And the deal was he pays half, we pay half, which is awesome. I love that. I think kids should be able to save up and do things because that's what I did as a kid. I know it always made me feel so good when I was able to buy something that I saved up for. So he has now already working in his head how he's going to save up for this money. So one of the things he's going to do is he's going to become a referee. He took the two courses ahead of time. He went to the all day clinic. He's like so excited to become a referee. But one of the things I had to be very clear about is that now that he has that responsibility, it's his. Doesn't mean that him, myself, or my husband, or anybody is going to be like checking his schedule or, you know, reminding him what to bring to work or doing any of those things, even corresponding with the boss. I don't want to be part of it. I don't think that sets a great example. So I want him to know that if he is responsible for this job, which is a big deal, then he needs to take full responsibility for that. I don't mind driving him. Of course, I'm going to have to drive him, but it's just that communication back and forth. Same thing of like, Hey mom, I'm going to need a ride at this time, organizing it ahead of time. These are all life skills that I think are so key for my kids to be taking in right now because they're going to need them later on in life. Why wait? Why not just have those conversations now, get things going. I also feel like because my kids want this more independence, I feel like to me that equals more responsibility. Is that not fair? I don't feel like I should be cleaning up after them as much. I don't feel like I should be doing as many things for them if they are old enough to go out with friends, to have a cell phone, to, you know, get a job and start planning big trips. They are old enough to do their laundry, make food for themselves, help clean up after themselves. So we've had multiple conversations lately of what that looks like. And once again, what my expectations are, why I expect it, and just having that back and forth. One of the things that drives me nuts is when I see garbage or plates or dishes left around because I know they didn't leave them thinking, I'm going to get to that later. They left them thinking, mom's going to get to it. I also think it's a really great skill to teach kids at this age because I had a roommate when I first went to university, but like could barely make toast. Didn't know how to change the toilet paper rule. Like little things that I had done because I was pretty independent as a kid. Some kids don't get that nowadays. So I do not want my boys going off when not knowing what they should be or could be doing. So that's the second thing we're dealing with right now in our season of transition. And then the third one is 
we are busy from the summer months is usually like our time more to kind of relax and chill and whatever. But as soon as we hit September till about April, it is crazy in our house. We have three boys playing hockey. Like I said, the one's trying to be a ref on top of it. You can imagine what our schedule is like. Let me just, let me just give you a sneak peek. So this past weekend we had six hockey games two hockey practices, a fundraising event. Uh, we had two birthday parties to attend. My oldest had to attend the refing clinic and we had about nine loads of laundry, right? Like that's every weekend. Um, Sunday, my husband was like, oh my God, I, I don't feel like I rested all this weekend. I don't feel like I got a break. And I kind of looked at him and was like, yeah, that's me every weekend. So we are in this very, very busy season. And what I find is happening now is that there's times when I go to look at my schedule for the weekend and I have to like take a breath. I have to, you know, figure out how we're going to do it. I have to make sure everyone has the rides and we can do it with the timing of everything. But I also find that I need to take those moments for myself. So I still need to make sure I'm, you know, outside taking the dog for a run or doing my workouts or eating good. Because if I don't, by the end of the weekend, I do. I feel exhausted and I feel burnt out and I don't feel ready for the next week. So I need to find moments where I can recharge for me. So that is the season of motherhood I'm at right now. I have my teen, my pre-tween, my, you know, almost 10 year old. I am that busy kind of transition season of motherhood and I love it. I do. But there are definitely moments, like I said, when those weekends are so loaded with activities or when, you know, the pre-tween gives me a sassy little remark back or when I think I feel like I am people's servants and slaves and Uber drivers and I'm getting no love and no recognition. There is moments when I'm like, oh, this season is hard. And I will say right now, every season of motherhood I have hit so far has been very hard. There's of course rewarding moments, like this is why we do it, we love it, we love our kids, but there are a lot of moments that you're like, oh my God, this is really, really difficult. So that's what we want to chat about today is how do you embrace that season of motherhood you are in right now? So I would say the first thing you want to do just to really embrace the season of motherhood you are in, whether it be the newborn stage, whether it be the toddler stage, whether it be, you know, that your kids, maybe they've left and they've all gone to university and you're an empty nester, whatever stage it may be, you've got to remember that it is only for a period of time. And I know that is hard to hear, or I know it's sort of cliche to hear, but the reality is that our kids do grow so quickly. So you've got to remember that whatever season you are in is only going to last for a period of time. And you don't want to wish it to be away because there are moments of it that are amazing. You don't want to not be present or experience it or do all the things you need to do, but know that it will 
be only for that period of time. And then something else will change and something else will move on. Especially that newborn stage. I remember so much being like, oh my God, how do people do this? Like I, I needed help. I needed to ask for support. I needed to do all the things and you need to do it sometimes. That's the reality of motherhood. They That saying of like, it takes a village to raise a child is not just a saying. It is a reality. So I would say just always keep in the back of your mind of like, okay, whatever season you're in right now, although it might be really, really difficult, remember it's not going to last forever. One of the ways I find to really kind of help me remind myself about that is, is kind of looking back, looking back at photos of the boys when they were little. We did an episode the other day when I was chatting about Halloween. And I just remembered those moments of like when my kiddos first realized like what trick-or-treating was and how cute they were and how I got to make these costumes for them. Like all those moments feel like they were yesterday, but also feel like so long ago. So go back, look at the photos of them being so little. Look at, you know, the time when they did that super cute thing. I also love listening to videos of them and their little voices when they were tiny and they were so sweet. So getting nostalgic definitely reminds me of like, okay, wait a minute. This is only happening for this amount of time. I've got to be grateful. I've got to be present. And I've got to like really just be there for the time I'm in right now. Like I said, the season of life right now feels busy. The transition's crazy. I feel like I, you know, there's all these moving pieces. But I will tell you when my oldest the other day on a Friday night was at home and asked me to hang out and watch a movie with him, I stopped everything to do that. Everything. Because... I was like, oh my God, I, I might only have, you know, four more years with him at home. Then what? I, I'm not ready for that. So I definitely just hopped into embracing the moment and remembering that it's not going to be here forever. So let's, let's take advantage of the moments I have right now. Let's, you know, be the mom I wanted to always be and do the things I want to do. The second thing you want to do just to really embrace the season of motherhood you're in right now, it is to ask for help. There is no reward for doing all of the things. And whether you need help in like taking a shower because your baby is crying, or maybe you need help like putting a little one to sleep, or maybe you need, you know, anything, ask for help. I find as moms, like we feel like we have to do all of the things all of the time. And the reality is we cannot. So ask friends, family, anybody around you, you know what? You need it. We need it to get comfortable asking for help as a mom. You need to get comfortable, you know, not feeling bad when you can't do all of the things. You need to get good at just welcoming people and, and just really enjoying that part of motherhood is that you can't do it alone. So ask, ask for help. The other thing I would highly suggest to really help you embrace the season of motherhood you're in is try your best to not compare. This one's a hard one. This one's a really hard one because we see those people on Instagram that look like they have it all together. Like how many times have you seen a family do the cutest little photo shoot and they're wearing matching outfits and they got like the perfect picture ever and you're like, 
I, I can't even get my three kids to like get in a room and do a picture together right now. There's like fighting. It's annoying. It's get, I get frustrated. I'm like, Oh my God, I walk away. I get, you know, all the things. So try your best to not compare. Cause remember what people are posting out on their social media. A lot of the times that's their, their best real, right? Like that's their best version and it's not their everyday and you don't see the behind the scenes. You don't know that there's tons of garbage or laundry or dishes on the other side of the room because we don't share that. And I think we should, I really think we should share it even more. My favorite photos are probably the ones I see of my friends when like my, my kids, their kids are like breaking down or they're upset because you're like, oh yeah, I've been there. Like I, I remember that. I remember though that season of motherhood. I remember one time bawling because I was asked to leave a library because my small child at the time was being a small child. He was being very loud. Um, and I thought, oh my God, I'm, I'm a terrible mother. I'm doing a terrible job. And that wasn't the truth. That wasn't the truth at all. So just really trying not to compare when you see those perfect pictures, when you see, you know, different versions of what's happening, because we all know that at the end of the day, you don't know what's happening behind those scenes. So just really think of like what you are grateful for right now and try not compare to all those other moms posting their pictures all around you. The next thing you should do when you want to embrace the season of motherhood you are in is you need to find your tribe. Now I've shared with you before, I used to run a mummy and baby group and I did it for so many years because I saw how incredible it was. I saw how it changed my life. When I had my first baby, none of my friends had kids. I was living kind of out in the middle of nowhere where I had friends, but once again, no one had kids. I did not know what I was supposed to be doing. I felt very lost. I felt very alone. And yes, I had a great husband and yes, I had supportive family, but it's not the same. So you need to find your tribe. So when I had my little one, I ended up going to like a baby drop-in group at a local library. And it was one of the best things I have ever done. So if you are a new mother, I would highly suggest going out to a variety of groups. And I say a variety because like dating, you need to find your tribe and what works for you. So the first few times might not be a fit. Maybe you go somewhere else, try the library groups, the community groups, try and join a class, whatever it may be, but you need to find people that are in the same season of motherhood as you are. One of the greatest things was when my kids did join hockey, as much as we were like, no, we never want our kids signed up for hockey. Well, didn't we make amazing friends with the other hockey parents. And this was something that my sister-in-law for years did. And I always thought it was the funniest thing and I didn't get it until, until I did, right? So finding different families with kids the same age as you, parents, moms in particular, that are going through that same season of life, it just makes the difference of everything. Not only are they there as a mentor sometimes, right? Maybe they're that little bit ahead of you so you can ask questions, so you can have conversations back and forth, but they are incredible support 
and they get it. They get what you're going through. Like I love chatting with other crazy hockey moms about like the politics of hockey because people who don't have kids in hockey, they're like, what are you talking about? Right? They don't get it and they don't have to get it. They shouldn't get it. But it makes me feel so much better when I'm chatting with people who know what I'm talking about, who like, they're talking about that penalty that happened at the last game, or we're talking about, you know, this happened at high school and, and all the little things, they get it because they are also living it right now. If you do have a kiddo in any sort of activity, I would highly suggest you get comfortable with trying to make friends. Maybe your kids have just started school, go to pick up, go to drop off, see if there's some people that you click with. Because once you have your tribe, like I feel like motherhood and life in general just seem so much easier. Like I said, not only for that support of the communication back and forth, but also for helping each other out. My friend the other day was making a shepherd's pie for dinner, sent me a message and was like, would your kids eat this? I'm like, ah, you know, they would eat if I made it, but if she made it, they would eat it. So she made one for me, one for another family and one for her family. Like how incredible is that? And nobody asked, no one said, I'm, you know, I need food, but she thought, why not help out? Why not, if I'm doing one, make multiples and help out. So any season of motherhood, I say, find your tribe, find your people, someone who is in a very similar season of motherhood, because that is what's going to help you get through. That's what's going to make things seem easier. That's where you're going to feel like you're supported. That's what's going to really help you embrace any season of motherhood. And you can get through anything because you have your people. Well, my friends, that is it for now. Just a quick recap. Remember to embrace the season of motherhood. You want to remind yourself that it's not going to last forever as a good or bad thing. Cherish the moments while you take them. Be present. You can look back, get nostalgic, and that will help you remind yourself that, oh my gosh, this is going to happen quickly. People say it all the time and it is very, very true. Number two, you want to ask for help when you need it. There is no reward for doing all of the things. Number three, try your best not to compare yourself to other moms. Do your own thing. Don't worry about what's happening all around you. Know that you are the best parent for your child. You are the best mom for them ever. That is the reality because that's what your child needs. And then lastly, you gotta find your tribe, right? Husbands, wives, parents, family members, they're great, but you need your people. You need your tribe of people. So find your friends, get uncomfortable, get comfortable with being uncomfortable and making new friends at any age. As always, remember you can find me on therenaissancemama.com at Courtney Renaissance Mama. And I want to share, I have a great new resource for everybody for free um, on how to get more time back in your life. So check on therenaissancemama.com and under the freebies section to really start finding that time in your life. All right, friends. Bye for now.